Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Are you talking about the screaming eagle of success? Oh, it is pretty loud in my headphones, too, sometimes. You don't love America, Audrey? I knew you were going with that. Why do you hate the troops? Dave and Mahoney. I don't even know if I know because, you know, I'm a communist. I don't know if <laughs> I know what an eagle sounds like. <laughs> All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off on the show today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, there's a spy whale on the loose. A spy whale? Norway. Is that like uh, something you download and then it uh, steals your passwords and stuff like that? <laughs> no, man, this is a literal spy whale. So Norway is urging people and boaters to avoid contact with a beluga whale who is wearing a harness dubbed spy whale. Uh, photos show the whale wearing the harness and what appears to have a GoPro mounted on its head. So the harness prompted many theories, including that the whale escaped a Russian naval base and had been trained to spy on Norway. Officials issued the avoid contact directive over concerns that the whale, which is tame, could be injured. So I don't know if it's kind of like, you know how America, there's a lot of like conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some idiot was going to go out there and just like shoot this poor whale because it's nice. It's like, would swim up to the beluga whales are really stuff. cute. They're like, oh, yeah. they're real nice. Yeah, you know, sweet. they just like, and you're like, oh, you're, 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 you're a nice little, little buddy, man. Yeah. You know, but the thing is, Dave, that we, we tend to forget about here in America because, you know, we all, we don't really think about a whole lot of other things besides. America mm-hmm. and us here in America. Uh, there's idiots, there's conspiracy theorists, and there's horrible pieces of trash literally everywhere else. Yep. We just like to think we're the only ones with all of the idiots. There's stupid people everywhere. Literally everywhere, especially Norway. Really? Why Why you do Norway like that, man? What'd they ever do to you? Uh, some, some good news today as well. You missed us. A giant asteroid this past weekend flew past Earth, and I'm really curious why they did it like this. They they share the size of the meteorite that went flying by Earth, but they yeah. said that it was the size, very specifically, of 18 walruses. I think that that's just some scientist trying to be quirky and funny and then totally just not being quirky and funny. Is that what it is? You know what I mean? Like 18 walruses. First of all, how big is a walrus? Yeah, are we talking thick? Does yeah. weigh 500 pounds or 5,000 pounds? I don't know. I don't know man. Are we talking thick-ass walruses, TV, too? Dude. I've never gotten close to a walrus. Is any of us? Of Is course this like not. two McDonald's? I've seen a walrus. You've seen a walrus yeah. in person? Yeah. I like at the zoo? Sea World. Sea World, yeah, okay. But I mean, uh, it's just not common enough to know exactly how so, large. So, Mahoney, since you uh, claim to be the uh, walrus expert, uh, because you've seen one uh-huh. at Sea World, uh, which, by the way, they, they love us. Um, how, how much do you think the average walrus weighs? I think the average walrus weighs 800 pounds. Ooh, I was going to guess 2,000. Audrey, way closer, 2,200 pounds. Wow. My walruses work out. They're oh, fit. They're fit. <laughs> they're they're working on their gym. walruses. Yes. Is that what it is? <laughs> gym bod. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So I think that we can all agree that the scariest of all of the bodies of water is the ocean, right? I don't know, man. There's some yes. murky-ass lakes out there. I don't know. A puddle. Yeah. Terrifying. So, I mean, if I'm choosing between, like, the ocean and going swimming in that or, like, uh, a swamp in the Florida Everglades, Ooh, then, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to take the ocean because, uh, like, in swamps, there's no, there's no upside to it. Yeah, so at least the a, ocean, there might be a dolphin. Yeah, like you can go out there and have fun, do a little boogie board, you yeah. know, whatever. But yeah, that swamp, <laughs> there's no upside to that. But uh, what really terrifies me about the ocean is not so much sharks because, you know, America, we're number one. Uh, we do lead the, the world in unprovoked shark attacks. So yeah, I mean, great. we do have more coastline than almost any other uh, country on the planet. Did you hear about that girl? She was down in Turks and Caicos. Uh-uh. And she, 22 years old, was out snorkeling. Would you love snorkeling? I do love snorkeling. Shark bit off her whole leg. Whole ass leg? Whole ass leg. Clean bite. I, I don't know how clean it was. They just, because there, there haven't been a lot more she details. She lived? She lived, yeah. But still, lost a leg. Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, the more, the more, you know, because I love snorkeling. You do love snorkeling. I've been seeing way too many of these things. I'm like, I don't know, man, because I know I'm, I'd be tasty as hell. You do look delicious. My, my leg, like a turkey leg at Disneyland for a shark. Yeah, you look like an albino seal. Yeah. Like just floating along, just waiting to be eaten. It's 
concerning that they're looking for albino whales that close to the shore. Like, why do all of the sharks keep coming closer? You know, I'm not sure. I don't like it, though. Um, what's out the, What's out deeper that they're, they're what, coming what, in? That's actually what the story that I'm about to tell you is all about. No. It's, <laughs> what is it, orcas that are pushing them in? No. So it's, it's, it has nothing to do with sharks. I'm talking about what's out deeper, deeper. Okay. Oh, God, so scientists... Terrifying. Uh, they were in this untouched area of the Pacific Ocean, and they, I guess they do a lot of, like, deep-sea mining there. Uh-huh. And they just discovered 5,000 new species that they had no idea nope, existed. See? Dude, the most—okay, you said swamp. Yeah. Sure. We know what's in a swamp. Yeah, like anacondas, uh, giant snakes. Terrifying. Uh, yeah, and we don't want none unless you got bones on. That's no, right. But can you imagine a BBL on an anaconda? I don't think I want that at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that whenever you're saying 5,000 new species. You've never seen these things before ever. And you just went down there and you're like, here is, I mean. And it might just be like a new species of like plankton or something, whatever. It doesn't matter. 5,000. Yeah, no, like 5, look look, look at this thing. What in the hell is that? Nah, that's just like, that a, looks like a dildo with a with a shark fin on yeah, it. Yeah, you find that at the adult <laughs> superstore. <laughs> it's a killer dildo. <laughs> that's exactly what it looks like. They found a new species that looks like a dildo with a shark fin. Man, so. that's not even... Can you imagine that thing like cresting the water, though, and swimming towards you? Audrey's like, bring it on, buddy. Beat it up. Oh, boy. Dave Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Audrey. Just wondering if you've ever found yourself in a mosh pit. Um, You seem like you'd just, you know, kick some ass. So... Just wondering if that's the case. Message deleted. I feel like that's a pretty high compliment if someone's like, I feel like you could hold your own in a mosh pit. Um, I definitely get that uh, testosterone building within me whenever I'm in atmospheres that call for that. I am not in a mosh pit ever, though. I like being on the outskirts. I like watching the action. I Uh like being a part of the energy. Like, I like people watching at shows. I don't want to be a part of it, though. Have you ever accidentally been a part of one? I have uh, run away from one. Okay. Uh, With a friend of mine. So I went to a real quick festival um, in Louisville, Kentucky called Louder Than Life Fest. And uh, it was, it's a really good time. If you ever are looking for a festival, for a metal festival to go to, that's definitely one. I saw Ozzy Osbourne live. Metallica's been there a couple years. It was great. Cool. Um, But it was running away from a mosh pit with a guy who I was with. His name's Bo. He's a really good friend of mine. Um, But to paint a picture of Bo, I'm about 5'5". I am. I see the top of Bo's head. Okay. Yeah. I was Bo's protector in this moment. He also does not belong in a a mosh pit. We sensed. Okay. It was like we were out in the wild. You could smell something happening. The energy was changing before the show was about to start. And you kind of were, it was a fight or flight moment. We knew we needed to fly. Yeah. I grabbed Bo's hand and we ran as Bo is getting sucked back into the mosh pit. It's starting to swirl around us and behind us. And he's looking at me like it with total fear in his eyes. People are starting to like, um, Crowd surf, crowd surf yeah. above us. I'm like bench pressing people <laughs> off of me and Bo. He's Jeez. catching them on the bottom. It, that's probably the closest I've ever been. <laughs> and that's to, close enough and, for you? And, and that was almost like war. <laughs> it felt like me on the front lines as yeah. well. Like that was like straight carnage. We used to seek out the mosh pits. I mean, yeah. I remember going to like when I was like 18 through 20. Like, yeah, or maybe is, even 17 through 20 when I was with going, us when we just are so riddled with testosterone. Just testosterone, that we're just like, man. Let's just go run into and, each other. And yeah. not even just run in like mosh pits where you were like throwing bows, you're punching, like lost a shoe, yeah. that sort of thing. I remember there was- Lost a shoe. <laughs> one of the greatest shows I ever saw was, it was Green Day. And this is in, I think, 1999 or so. And the I had seats for this concert, but the lawn where it was- was so crazy that it was raining like just trash and cups and people. Oh, so I like remember leaving my seats, just mud everywhere. Yeah, uh. I re- leaving my seats, going. I have to be in that and leaving and going to the grass, going to the lawn. fields to mosh and you know get crazy. Now, if you're standing in front of me while we're sitting, I wish death upon you. <laughs> oh, how things change. Please leave a message after the tone. I was tested back in elementary school 
to see if I was gifted, a gifted kid, which pretty much meant harder and more work. And I totally failed it on purpose. Looking back on it, I, my life could have gone so many different directions if I actually tried on that thing. Message deleted. I see so many people who say that if you were in a gifted program as a kid, you have anxiety as an adult because there's so much pressure put on you as a kid to like excel and do all this stuff. And you're taking like college courses when you're 15. See, we had multiple levels of the gifted program at my school. You had tiers, a tiered yeah. system. And I was always on the second tier, not the first tier. And that just Drove always crazy. Rubbed, yeah. my, rubbed me so wrong. But honestly, they weren't incorrect. I mean, they were accurate. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like you're a smart guy, but you know, you don't really assert yourself. Gifted is... Yeah. It's a strong word. Did yeah. you guys have uh, gifted programs, Dave, in your school? Or is there multiple tiers to your system? No, I just think they gave up on all of us, which also checks out. We did not have gifted programs in Alabama. Yeah, I was going to say. You had, did you even have schools? <laughs> Barely, man. I mean, straight up, there was a time where I remember we all went to the library and they were teaching us how to do like the the, the Rolodex. What was it called? The Dewey Decimal Dewey System. Dewey Decimal yeah. System. And we were going through and I think that they just gave up because they knew none of us they're would like, go to the library ever again. They're all drooling out of their mouths. Just let them go back out of the playground. <laughs> yeah. Put a movie on. Hey, I heard you talking about Aaron Rodgers and Jersey Shores, all those things like that, you know, Love Blind, all that stuff. I think it would be so much cooler if they incorporated trailer park love in there. Oh, imagine what we could learn. Message deleted. So if you didn't hear that story about Aaron Rodgers, he was talking about how he thinks one of the greatest shows of all time is Jersey Shore. And we all love trashy television, but you know what? I also love just kind of being trashy sometimes. I've had some great times in some really dumpy environments before. It's not all about, like, the glitz and glam. So the fact that we're attracted to that, I feel like that's just part of our nature. Like, my first house was a trailer. So, you know, grew up as a baby. Yeah. My, my parents were 21 years old, 22 years old when they had me. My dad had a sweet-ass double-wide. Hell yeah, man. I watched a girl fall out of the back of a truck bed. Dude, my dad spent more <laughs> After mo- a middle school dance. My dad spent more money on his stereo than he did on his trailer. So uh, our friends down the street from us when we were growing up in rural Minnesota... Uh, their their names were the Petersons, mm-hmm. and they had like a double wide, but it was like a double decker double wide, oh, so yeah. it was like a quad, whatever you'd want to call yeah. it. And that was the family that had seventeen children, seventeen kids 17 living kids. in two that double poor wides. Woman, it's just in labor like, her entire life. This guy couldn't just chill. <laughs> For a second, man. Like, I mean, that just seriously, like, that poor woman's so tired. I'm so, so, so tired. tired, man. These hips. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Audrey, you are somebody that loves to talk to people in public more than almost anyone that I know. And I'm really? not. Yeah, I mean, you're just a very friendly, outgoing person. Like, you you actively go out and you say, like, you, one of your favorite things is when you go to the grocery store, you don't want to go to the self-checkout. Ever. You want to go to the cashier. Absolutely. And that's because you want to strike up a conversation with the cashier. Well, you make new friends all the time. Well, I, well I, I, I chat with people all of the yeah. time. Dave's right. But um, cashiers and um, the baggers are some of my favorite people that exist in the workplace. Is there ever a time where you would go to a grocery store and not talk to them? Um, if I'm, maybe if I'm in a rush, but I'm still never really wanting to go to self-checkout. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless I've got like one item, like I'm not going to be drama and have them bring up my chapstick or something. But if I have five items, maybe even like four items or more, uh, cashier every time. Every time. Every time. And when you're striking up that conversation, what is it like? Are you engaging? Like, how was your day today? Yep. How are you? Every time. Hi, how are you? How's your day? Well, how do you think their day's going? They're working. Yeah, but then I, I I don't know. I'm just a, I enjoy conversation and it's not always just like small talk either. Like, you know, I'm inquisitive. I'm asking about them. I had one lady though. I was floored. Straight up just talking to her grandbaby on the phone. Like through my whole cash register experience. I was like, good. You know what? Good for you. Cause you know, this is the move. They're, what are they going to do, fire you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, and I don't know. I kind of I appreciated that a little bit. So when I saw this story, uh, it did surprise me quite a bit because you saw somebody that you know in public and you didn't feel like talking to them? No, I didn't. So I was at the grocery store. Mm, I saw them in line. And this grocery store is smaller. It's not a large one. Um, and I saw them there... They work for my leasing office for my apartment complex. So it's not like a lifelong friend or something. It's no. just somebody that you 
kind of know. Right. Yeah. I see them enough, though, in passing that I felt like, should I say hi? Should I not say hi? Would it, Even if it wasn't a conversation, just been like, hey, how's it going? Funny to see you here. Didn't know you shopped here. Because, again, it's a small grocery store. And I actively ignored them. Like, I Did they see you? If they didn't see me, it would have been them just totally not paying attention because the way that the registers are set up is that they are facing the exit or the facing the entry as I'm walking in. So, yeah, here's the thing with that is that I get that it made you uncomfortable, but there's some people that also just don't want to talk. Like I've had encounters before in similar situations where like I've seen somebody and they've seen me and we both just kind of got a little little nod like, that's we don't need to sit here and stop our day to, to have a conversation that neither that one means of us nothing. Exactly. Aw, see, that's why it makes me so sad whenever I hear that because I'm not sitting here saying, let's have a 10-minute conversation. But I think that a lot of people just have isolated themselves so much that it's become so normal to just close yourself off from others. Well, or... And that makes me sad. It no, really I'm does. Just, I'm trying to be efficient. I want to get in and out. I don't want to hang out. I don't out want to be in the store to begin with. To hurry home yes, and be by where yourself. Yes, awesome. No, yes. man. That makes me sad. It, it really does make me sad. I've speed all the way home just to sit there for hours by myself. It's great. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. The strangest, strangest, strangest dumbest, dumbest, and funniest audio from the depths of the world wide web. This, 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 this is the internet is undefeated. Thanks to the internet being such a wonderful place, I've got a special gift for you guys. You know how we do the Karen Chronicles regularly on the show, Mm -hmm. and we read a lot of reviews of very angry Karens, but we sort of have to imagine what that Karen is like in real life because it's just a review in words. A lot of times her personality does shine, but again, we're just imagining it. Today, for the internet is undefeated, we have real-life audio of a Karen going after some dude. I guess he was driving the wrong way in a parking lot, which, depending on how busy it is, that's either a serious offense or not at all. Dude, I accidentally do that all the time. Also, can we just make parking lots that go both ways? For real. For real. This Karen, so upset with this guy that she ran over to his car and opened his car door. Oh, hell no. Yeah. You know that you're on the wrong side. Get out of my car. You're on the wrong side of the road. Okay, you're being filmed. Do you know that you're on the wrong... You f***ing... You're on the wrong side of the road. You're on the wrong side of the road. This is not Europe. You drive on the right side. Get out of my face, please. The cops are coming. Great, get out of my face. You're on the wrong side of the road. Do you know that you're on the wrong side of the road? Do you know that you're on the wrong side of the road? Please back away from my car. Why are you on this side of the road? I was backing up. You're going to get a ticket. Okay, driving on the wrong side. Great, I was backing out of this space. You're on the wrong side of the road. How do you want. You're on the wrong side of the road. (laughs) Okay. Why why are you laughing? Don't touch my. my, That guy was much more patient than I would have been. I mean, I hate his voice, though. Yeah, like, no, I hate that guy. so annoying. I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't stand that, Karen, because, like, uh, first off, what are you doing opening, like, some dude's door? That's don't crazy. Do that. Don't do that. She's that's brave. How get, that's how you get yeah. shot. That is yeah. one brave woman. But also, like, who made you the whole monitor of this parking lot, Karen? Yeah, just go around him. Just call it a day. Do what everybody else does and do, the, like, the shrug. The what the heck what are you doing? doing? Shrug. <laughs> with a little head, head wobble in there. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Line, Karen with the rest of us. I was driving home yesterday, and uh, there was a truck in front of me that just, like, was going ex- stupid slow. Okay. And they started braking, and the guy behind me got mad at me for having to brake because the guy in front of me was braking. Did you give him a thumbs up? He did the arms in the air, and it was like, and I'm like, it ain't me, man. That ain't me. But now, now that you have done that, here we go. Now we're slowing down. Now, oh, my honey. Now I'm going one mile under the speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> so this young man decided that he wanted to uh, inspire some uh, some other kids in school. You know, it's around graduation season, and uh, everyone's feeling good about their education. Oh, if you don't do that math, you're going to get your ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? If you don't do your math, you're going to get your butt whooped. He's yelling at his If you don't do that sibling. math, you're going to get your ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So uh, AI has uh, has done something where they're taking different celebrities and putting them into iconic movies. Okay. And Arnold Schwarzenegger is the big one that's going around online right now with inserting him into movies where he doesn't belong, like Little Orphan Annie. There's this song I used to sing in the orphanage when I'd get sad. It always cheered me up. Just thinking about tomorrow clears away the cobwebs and the sorrow. Holy sh! She's good. Till there's none. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I love ya. Tomorrow, you're only a day away. Dude, AI is crazy. I mean, what are your thoughts on this, though? Because this has been going on for, I mean, like Jim Carrey started off his career by doing impressions. Yeah. Like, do you think this is... Like, we're in the end of times because, you know, they're like, everything you're going to see is going to be fake. But, like, there have been people who can imitate voices since we learned how to talk. Yeah. So I don't think it's, like, that big of a deal. No. And I love content like that. Uh, this is one where a little kid was asked what he wants to be when he grew up. What do you want to be when you grew up? Did you say a lawyer or something? Lawyer. That checks out. Yeah. What's your dream job? What do you want to do when you grow up? Uh, I'm going to be a doctor. Yeah? How much do you want to make? I'm gonna make people feel okay. Oh, that's wow. really cute! Wow, oh. you got me there. I thought you were gonna say like a billion dollars a year oh. or something, but that's really sweet. Emotional. All right, one final one here. This and then is you from- learn about the uh, the healthcare system, and you're like, stop no, it, Mahoney. Mahoney. You're always making things dark, just make, man. Just gonna make the money. Jeez. <laughs> You're the worst. You know I'm not wrong. All right, so let's have uh, one final insurance. one here in the internet is undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, from Cover Your Ears. This was somebody's rendition uh Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. <laughs> Get to the I good know, part, man. Only 30 seconds, but man, that was incredible. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. Boy, I just love it so much when stupid criminals fall through ceilings. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. It is they're just so great. They're running from the cops. They're like, I'm going to crawl up into the ceiling, and they don't realize that ceilings are not meant to be crawled on by adult humans. Like, and- stand on a stud, you idiot. Yes. A uh, Florida man was arrested after falling through the ceiling uh, at a uh, infectious disease center. What are you doing in there? Employees believe there was somebody in the ceiling between the first and second floor because they kept hearing noises. The man, who appeared to be rather disoriented, then mm-hmm. ran out the back door. The witnesses... That little crackhead scamper. Yep, that's exactly what it was. They were able to track the guy down who was arrested, charged with possession of burglary and tools. So he's in there trying to, like, rip the building off. I don't know if it's this one specifically, but you accidentally fell through the ceiling of an infectious disease center. Woof. This guy had a, a bit of a death wish. 5.15 p.m., a couple of uh, New Hampshire st- state troopers were conducting routine traffic enforcement when a motorcyclist went flying by. And, As they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out that it was a 36-year-old on the bike. Let's do a little over-under here. How fast do we think this motorcycle was going? Obviously, they were going fast. 125. Mm. 130. 85? I don't really know. 85? Okay. Uh, 85 or especially 135, very fast on a motorcycle. Um, 171 miles per hour. Did not even know a motorcycle could go that fast. Yeah, um, and he was drunk. He was drunk? Drunk. Going 171. The way my jaw just dropped. People are just, feel like they just are so invincible, don't they? Is that a record, do you think? It's got to be. 171 while drunk? Yeah. Not on a controlled track? It's unreal. Do we know what his blood 
Like if he was, if his blood alcohol mm-hmm. <laughs> was under, it did. It didn't say, but a point one seven. It's funny that you say that about the invincibility thing, Audrey, because this guy's thirty six years old. Like you should know by thirty six that you're not invincible anymore. Like if you're just as dumb. 22 year old and you don't you don't think anything can hurt you i would understand but bro you're almost 40 yeah come on man i wake up and like have to stretch my lower back because it's casually (laughs) in pain i feel like that's the the way you know that you are no longer young and you can literally break your body by like falling down the stairs at 36 (laughs) what are you doing driving drunk on a motorcycle especially at that speed man so as it turns out not a great idea to sleep in that dumpster after all so a man in florida hospitalized after getting Trapped in a garbage truck overnight. First responders were called out at 3 a.m. to a raccoon. He was, uh, he's a little raccoon. He was sleeping in the dumpster at a nearby apartment complex, and then, you know, the garbage truck was making its rounds and picked it up, and whoop, that's got to be a real disconcerting feeling. I mean, what's worse, the getting flipped upside down while you're getting thrown in or when the back of the truck is closing in? Oh, the back of the truck. Because that is, like, straight out of Star Wars. That's exactly what I was thinking. That's, like, the... It's got to be the worst feeling in the world if it's slowly closing in around you. Yeah. This is Dave and Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears. Dave and Mahoney. Jay is joining us for a round of Cover Your Ears today, but Jay has actually got a tag team partner, you guys. That is his little daughter, Leanna. She is going to second grade today. Uh, Jay, how are you and Leanna? We are fantastic. All right, so I think that you guys are going to do pretty well. Hi, Leanna. Nice to meet you. Uh, Thank you guys for calling in today. And again, first time doing a tag team effort here on Cover Your Ears. But you guys, again, I think you'll do great. But if you need a lifeline, Mahoney and Audrey are here to help you guys out if necessary. This first one, it's only got 44 views, so it's not that popular on the Internet just yet. But let's have a listen. Good luck. All right. Now the king of the boogie man. And that's 30 seconds right there. Jay, do you know it? I do. Hit me with the artist and the song. the Casbah by the class. Full point. Excellent. On the board. Well done. Here we go on to number two. going on there 238 views on that bad boy jay do you know it or do you need some help leanna do you want to you want to do this one run for the hills by iron maiden there you go. <laughs> awesome yes, there we leanna. go i'm glad she was able to get that because i didn't know it either i didn't know that was that was rough that was, that was a good. lot of noise going on there a lot of noise and the second grader dunks on both of you <laughs> of course. awesome all right here we go on to number three this one 552 views on this Real picky on that guitar. All right, Jay, do you know it or need some help there? I think I'm going to need some help on that one. Yeah, it was a lot going on with that guitar. Uh, do you want to tag in Mahoney or Audrey? Uh, which one of you guys are feeling confident on this one? I think I, both I, of us I, got I, it. We both got this one. All right. Uh, Audrey, I'd love to hear you. A uh, little bit more in my wheelhouse there. It's definitely uh, Chili Peppers Under the Bridge. Red Hot Chili Peppers is correct, Under the Bridge. Again, not exactly. I love uh, that song. I would have never, ever, 
ever guess that in yeah, a million years. That was a little rough on the guitar there. All right, it's here we go. It's a little bit more thankful for me, though, because everybody in my generation loved making everything a little bit more breathy and emo. So, so I was able to suss that one out for you. All right, three full points, one more <laughs> point, and you're going to win here. This next one, though, only 119 views. Sounds like maybe you got it there, Audrey, like 26 seconds in. All right. Uh, Jay, this one's for the win. Do you know it? Well, I'm going to go with uh, Love Hurts. Mm -hmm. That's the song. Oh, all right. Uh, I'm I'm drawing a blank. Can I get uh, a little bit of extra help on that one? I got you right here. That's Nazareth, man. Nazareth, that's right. Was that a a ukulele? I don't know exactly what that was. It was something. It was something. This is Dave and Mahoney. You know, Audrey, one of my favorite things about you is you, you have a real zest for life. You know, I do? You, Yeah. I mean, it seems like you're always wanting to go explore and try new things. And you, you're just not done growing yet is what it feels like. To oh, me. I'm blossoming? Yeah, it's blossoming. <laughs> uh, but sometimes, let's be honest, you take it too damn far. Oh, God. What did I do now, Dave? You brought up, like, you were out finding new things and you found root beer milk. Okay, yes. So there is a place that does milk-flavored things, one being like banana, one being strawberry, one being like mocha coffee-flavored milk. And I was peeking around, and then they also had a root beer one. And I was like, huh, interesting. It can't taste anything different than a root beer float, right? I mean, I wouldn't think so, but just, you know, the root beer milk, just... uh Milk doesn't, doesn't those fixed. aren't two things that you said that sound like they should go together. But root beer and ice cream do. Sure, but well, there's so, all sorts of sugar in that. I, I wouldn't have any problem with this if you weren't trying to foist it upon us. <laughs> I just messaged you guys a photo of it asking if you'd be interested in trying it. I haven't bought it yet. But I thought about buying it. Just, just, I'm just. Are you guys just not even a little curious? Not even a little I'm bit. I'm curious to see what you think of it. I have no <laughs> desire to put that in my mouth. Uh, I will say that uh, there was uh, some ice cream people that came by the other day, and there was the uh, the new Dr Pepper ice cream. The Dr and? Pepper from Bluebell, yeah, yeah, that has hit the market. And I haven't tried it yet, but I sent a picture to my wife, and Mahoney she was like, did. "Yeah, I did try that. That was pretty good. It tasted like a Dr Pepper root beer float." So then, why would this be bad? Because that's Bluebell ice cream. There's no bad Bluebell ice cream. Milk, on the other hand, ah, no. It, eh. What is milk? Have milk you, is just not frozen ice cream. Have Why would this be bad? Have you ever had strawberry milk? Yes, I love strawberry milk. You do? I love strawberry milkshakes, yes. Strawberry milkshakes different Why than strawberry milk. Why is this milk. any different? Uh, you guys know. are splitting hairs here. It's I the just, same thing. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not creative enough to think that I want to chug a thing of root beer milk. No, I'm not... Why would you think that I'm asking you to chuck it? Like Just get a, a beer bong. Sip? Yeah, you know we gotta like. Uh, Will you be willing to beer bong? And I want to see how no, much. No, this you ain't two thousand. You're gonna put a shot <laughs> collar on me either. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to taste it. I wanted to do like a little flight, like a little sip, like we were elegant and classy drinking root beer milk. How did she know that we were going to propose the shot collar thing to her next That's, week? I mean, she's she's read our playbook, Dave. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. So, love you guys' show. Uh, something I'm listening to your show, and I hear Audrey, and I think, who does she sound like? Well, Audrey sounds exactly like Brett Cooper from the comments section on YouTube. And what's even more hilarious, they could not look any different. Message deleted. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is either, but I, it's got to be a compliment, right? Because Audrey's got a really good voice. Oh, that's a woman. Well, I hope so. Well, I thought Brett. 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 I was thinking that that was Brett, like a like George Brett, okay. or you know yeah. Brett Michaels. Do you do you have a clip of her? Let's see. I don't have a clip. I mean, I've got a picture of her, and she's very pretty. 
So wait, wait, wait. He said that. She, but I mean, she's like a she's like a brunette. <laughs> she's a, she's a very pretty woman. And right? all, I mean, she's a very. I, and I'm a very mediocre woman. <laughs> I mean, she's. She's I mean, a ten, she's, you're a five. Yeah, you know? her, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I can. I, it's funny because whenever I hear, you know, you sound just like this person. I, I listen to a lot of other like female broadcasters, and I can understand where, as a guy listening, you probably would think that I sound like another female broadcaster or whatever. I mean, there are certain things that people my age say that are our crutches as a female. If you're thirty and a millennial, I'm sure you are definitely in the like literally category that I am. So. We all do that, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> saying like is our Just all crutch. biggest crutch. It's a crutch. As a broadcaster. But thanks, question mark. I'll have to look at her stuff later on today. I, you know, what's one one thing that I never did get into, though, uh, is the YouTubes. I'm not into the YouTubes. <laughs> That's the one thing, the one social media you that don't kind of miss you. Yeah. No, like, I, even to, like, fix stuff or cooking, none of that? You don't use YouTube for any, no, anything? No, I definitely am into the influencers that will show me the 30 I do know YouTube has the shorts now yeah. so maybe I could dive into it that That's way just bootleg TikTok Yeah it is bootleg TikTok but I I want to kind of be able to see the beginning and end quick and then if I want to indulge into the happenings and everything else You are such a millennial um, <laughs> I want to then go to their blog and skip down to the bottom where the recipe is you know Please leave a message after the tone I really enjoyed your conversation the other day about aging um, action stars. I also started thinking about guitar players. Back in my day, people would be constantly talking about different guitar players being the best, you know, Clapton or Harrison or uh, Van Halen. Are there any famous, great guitar players that are younger today? I don't know any names. Do you? Message deleted. So, I mean, it, it was kind of generational, though, right? I mean, you think about the guitar solo and how important that was for rock it was music. It was everything, right? Yeah. That's what made Van Halen Van Halen. But, you know, as, as music has evolved, it got away from the guitar solo. So, I mean, you asked me that question. I can't think of any... Like, Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine was one of the last ones that had, like, a really distinct had sound. A name. Yeah. yeah. To me, it. we were actually having a conversation with the, our boss yesterday about this. I think it's because music at a specific time was special. There is so much now that's diluting the special part of music. It, it, it's hard to find an individual talent because... There's just so much to consume. Well, and it's not, yeah, it's it's throw away the barrier to entry is different. But I will say this, you know, talking about the greatest guitar players or greatest musicians of all time, I'm sure they're out there, but they're just not going to have those names because like we've seen in everything else, I, like I bet if you Googled like 12-year-old guitar prodigy on YouTube, you would find a kid who, you know, their whole life has been, because that's like the one interesting thing that I've noticed since we've, as we've grown up, Dave, over the last uh, last many decades is that we, whenever somebody's good at something, there's like somebody who's been training like a child from the moment they were out of the womb. It's like, the, that, be the the best it's like that little girl something. drummer. Yeah, that Dave Grohl took a liking to during the pandemic, and now she's kind of blown up and has a whole thing yeah. going. But yeah, what is she like? I don't know, 10? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, a little older, probably. I think she started whenever she was 10, like getting the notoriety. But yeah. you're right, Mahoney. It's it's a, just a different time. And I think also it feels, again, I'm going to say special. It feels a little less special because it's so much more in her face. Whereas like back in the day, whenever you were hearing it for the very first time, it was like, who is this person? This is the first time I'm listening to them on the radio now it's just like oh I can see them on Instagram or TikTok and yeah. every single there's day there's no mistake the yeah, you used to have to go digging to that's, try to find stuff now that, you're like alright Wikipedia I'm boring that's why I don't post a lot on my uh, oh, Instagram my social mysterious. media because yeah. you know that, not because you live a totally bland uninteresting life it's because you're mysterious that's right yeah. the least interesting man in the world Dave and Mahoney you're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Did you guys have weird parents? And when I say weird parents, do they do weird things? Like, my parents are not weird. They're no. they're great people. But uh, they did do some weird things. Like, I remember that my dad used to walk around the house, and he would have the white tube socks yeah. pulled up. As you do. Way, as you do. Uh, but then he'd have his white tidy whities on. As you do. And then he have a, like a white T-shirt they don't, on. Don't judge your dad's underwear attire from uh, like the eighties. That's uh, that's not the weird part. He would tuck his 
undershirt into his tidy waist. He's, he's a formal man, Dave. But like, we we did not have the kind of underwear technology that we have now, man. Like the compression shorts, the boxer briefs. I mean, boxers yeah. weren't even really. A yeah, thing, they weren't right? even yeah. really a thing back then. So it's we we are looking through this through you know hindsight of 2020. Are we the boxer short generation? Is that who we are, Mahoney? Uh, yeah, yeah, soon as man, I can, y'all soon, are. Dude, yeah. No, because you don't understand the kind of pain and we went through in middle schools like as soon as you go to middle school and you got to start undressing in there Woo. you you roll in there one time with tidy whities you're getting murdered you you have <laughs> that's one true. you got one you also, know so yeah, you got like, one skin mark and then that's who you are for the rest of your life your new name's skitty Oh man, that sucks. Well, what do like what do kids do today? Boxers, they it's boxers, it's, it's boxers. boxers. But I mean, it it always used to be. Which, by the way, who thought that that was a good idea? White, tidy whitey. Yeah, you know, like Why? you can't do anything white. No, ever. what are what, what, what were we thinking? They should have been brown to begin with. Yes, or black or something like that hides the shame. But instead, it was all just white and as tight as possible. What a terrible idea. I get why there was the turn on it. But again, that was sort of a weird thing that my dad did. But there's a lot of weird parents out there that do a lot of things that are really cringy that you got to think that their kids hate. Uh, This guy, he's one of these dudes that is on a quest to try to turn back the hands of time. I'm Uh sure that he's going to be the first person to be able to figure it out. His name is Brian Johnson. So he's, I mean, he's in great shape. Uh, follows a strict diet, a workout regime, all that. He, he managed to share, shave some of the years off that he's accumulated, but he's 45 years old. But he said that he thinks that he has found the secret to eternal youth, and it is not a fountain. What is it, Dave? He's been injecting himself with his teenage son's blood. That seems healthy. Can you imagine? That seems like abuse. How incredibly disturbing that would be if you're How a kid. is this son okay with... Because his dad's rich and he's probably paying for everything. Yeah, claims that plasma from younger bodies can improve the health of older generations that have been around for some time. Uh, studies on the matter that have been carried out in the past, experts are pretty inconclusive on it, so even though this guy is really convinced, uh-huh. like all the Dude. people that actually like study this and do this, like if you found the actual fountain of youth something that could turn back the hands of time, you'd be the richest person in the world. Yeah, of all time. Yeah, without question. So this dude injecting himself with the son's blood, just creepy after all. I I just can't stop thinking about this being abusive. It like, does, What kind of conversation are you having with your son where you're like, hey, kid, give me your blood? It does seem like a strange ask. Like even know? even whatever amount of money, you're still going to therapy at some point. Like Definitely. it still doesn't seem like that's quite I okay. Mean, how much money? I mean, like a couple million dollars, you can have all the blood I want. Oh, I mean, for real. I mean, like all my friends were selling plasma in college for like yeah, like ten bucks. Do you think bucks. that well, you think that the dad is like, hey, kid, let me give you a million dollars for your blood? If Doubt he's it. that rich. Maybe, I mean, the dude's you know, like, it's his dad. Yeah. yeah, no, it's still creepy. Yeah, for real. Dave Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Uh, someone's going to have to talk to you guys about that bird screech. You got to get rid of that. That uh, that hawk thing has got to go. Message deleted. Are you talking about the screaming eagle of success? Oh, it is pretty loud in my headphones too sometimes. So it's, I feel that, but it definitely oh, screams li- America. You don't love America, Audrey? I knew you were going with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, why do you hate the troops? <laughs> you can't take my joke away from me and use it oh, against yeah, that's, me. That's, that's I just how it works. Did. I just it. <laughs> that eagle has been a part of this show for 15 years. Yeah, there's the screaming eagle of success, and there's the disapproving pony. Uh, and But the one thing we did learn about three years into uh, the screaming eagle of success, Dave, is that it's actually not an eagle. It's a red-tailed hawk. I know. It's a, oh, no, it's not That makes it less an eagle. For years, we thought that it was an eagle. They're like, no, nah, right. eagles don't sound like that. Like, like some bird, some avian expert called in. It was like, nah, man, you guys are idiots. What do they... I don't even know if I know, because, you know, I'm a communist. I don't know if <laughs> I know what an eagle sounds like. Really? Uh, you ever, you, I saw a video of an eagle that was, like, hurt, and then oh. this family, like, like nursed, know, back to nursed it back yeah. to health. But... You know, I've never seen an eagle, like, out in the wild up close. And I don't think most of us have. No. I've, I've seen, like, one in a, like, a, like, a, like in, a, in a rescue one place, and it was a small one. But, like, the fat, the, as big as those damn birds are. Massive. I mean, it, I, I, 
there's a reason why that is a, a our symbol of this of country. Success, yeah. Because man, that thing is big and scary as and hell. Strong. When we yeah. traveled overseas a couple of years ago, before the pandemic, um, there was some people uh, in where was that? I think it was somewhere in Greece that had a thing where you could hold an owl on your arm. Yeah. Like they, you put on a big mm-hmm. leather glove and hold an owl there. And like, I didn't appreciate how big owls, some owls are. Yeah. Same Thinking about an eagle. Massive. But then an eagle? <laughs> wow, yeah. that's wild. Should we get into falconry? Like, because no. those gloves are kind of cool. I think we just start wearing the gloves. Yeah. Just like assless chaps before our arms. Yeah. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. All right, you guys. Enough is enough. I've been listening to the show since before Sajis was your lawyer. What the hell happened to producer Pajamas and Mary? Both have been inexplicably deleted from the show. Thanks, boneheads. Yes, Audrey, my daughter thinks Elmo is adorbs. Peace out. Love you guys. Sajis! Message deleted. Uh, so, producer Pajamas is still very much a part of the show. Uh, we just have added a, a, another producer. We've had some you know, good fortune as of, as of recently. The show has grown. Growing. So, there's just more people. Um, and yeah, Chris is here. Pajamas is still here. It's all good. Working and, behind the scenes. And yep. Mary, uh, who was an active member of the show, uh, she is in timeout. <laughs> because she, she said, said some, some pretty awful stuff. Horrible things. And so we're not going to put that on the radio. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. I just witnessed the weirdest thing on my way to work. I saw a man walking his pet goat down the street. Have any of you ever seen anything like that before? I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. Message deleted. It's not really that weird, man. I would love a pet goat. You would not think somebody having a goat on a collar walking down the suburb of your area would be odd? No. A little, I mean, not really. No. Not really. Everybody's got that. weird animals these days. Like an anteater. Like if you were, if it was Salvador Dali walking an anteater in the uh, on the streets of France, yeah, that it that would make me pause. But a goat, man, goats are pretty cool. I'm trying to talk my wife into letting us get a raccoon right now, and it doesn't seem to be going. You're so well. angry at about a puppy being in your home, and you're trying to petition for a raccoon. There's a difference. What? Raccoons have little masks. <laughs> you're listening to Dave and Mahoney. <laughs> Because there's really no point in pretending we're Hold up. good at this. It's an all-new blooper reel on Dave and Mahoney. You know, we've been doing this for a long time, Mahoney. You and I have been friends for 20 years. We've been doing the morning show for the last 14-plus years now. Uh, but we're still not very good at it. No, Dave, you would think. They say after, I think, 10,000 hours of doing something. You're an expert. You're supposed to be a master of that. We are well past that 10,000-hour mark, and uh, we are not masters of our craft. Man, we got to be past 100,000 hours. I don't think it's that many. I what mean, a, if you I'm, think about Math like, is hard, but still. Four hours a day. Four hours a day. Okay. okay. Four hours. What's? Four hours a day. Yep. 52 weeks a year. Yep. Five days a week. Times five. Uh-huh. Times four. Times four. How many How many hours in a year is that? Uh, I don't even think that. That was only 4,000, so that's not even correct Wait, wait. So it's, let's just play the blooper reel. This sucks. <laughs> I don't want small Rushmore. No. Mount, large, XL, Actual size. Yes. Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Yeah, life size. <laughs> okay. Life, 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 yeah. DoorDash charges iPhone users more than Android users. Get out of here. By using misleading and fraudulent tax, t- uh, tactics, charge the user. Fraudulent tax. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't want to be presumptuous, but we should have a dog (laughs) in studio every day. I don't want to be presumptuous, presumptuous. Because it's fermented something that creates, like, fermented probiotics. So, like, beer? So, beer's good? Do you catch what you're saying there? What? Fermented. 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 (laughs) Fermented. 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 Uh, What is the largest organ in the body? I think it's the large intestine. Intestine? The large intestine. Intestine. We've all worked in the service industry, and we have very little tolerance for people that pe- that treat people in the service industry poorly. People that pee, 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 pee. <laughs> I don't want small Rushmore. No. Mount, large, large, XL. Actual size. Yes. Yeah. I, lifestyle. Life, 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 life size. Life, 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 yeah. It's 
What is the largest organ in the body? The large intestine. We have very little tolerance for people that that treat people in the service industry poorly. I mean, I don't want to be presumptuous, but we should have a dog in studio every day. And Mahoney. So we love the idea of things being more convenient. And when you think about one of the least convenient things, almost everywhere that you go in this great United States of America, going to the DMV. Yeah, man. I mean, they just are maybe the least inefficient government agency on the planet. Yep. And that says a lot. Depends on the state, though. No, I feel does. like it, it definitely does. depends on the state. Yeah, but I mean, there's... There are some states that are being proactive, which is actually what's going on in this story here, where it's the Georgia Department of Driver Services. Uh, They issued a a reminder to people because they've started to give people the opportunity to just submit their pictures, like basically take a selfie Uh and then send that in for use on your driver's license. You can do that on your passport. You could take your own picture. I took my own passport photo. Like, the fact that we can't do that for the DMV is a little dumb. Man, the lady from my passport photo did me so Dude, they dirty. They do all of us dirty. She they hate that. life. She was like, so I was wearing a white top, which I didn't know that you weren't allowed to wear a top white. I, this is the first time I've what? ever gotten a passport photo. What? Because I guess, well, that's what she told me. See, I didn't know that either. Maybe she was fibbing. But she made me, I had to leave, go get a jacket out of my car. And the only one I had was a denim jacket. And she was like, all right, so you have to button it all the way up. So I am in this You look like you're wearing jacket. a Canadian tuxedo. All the way that to the top. Is and made me take off my earrings, the whole thing. What? Yeah, man. How weird, man. <laughs> so, so I look uh, atrocious. So what's cool about it is that the digital IDs allow Apple wallet users to leave their physical copies in their wallet when passing through things like TSA checkpoints. You've heard awesome. about these Apple wallet yep. things, the digital, like they're doing digital driver's licenses. Love that, yeah. actually. Well, I love it, kind of, but it's just another reason, man, that we are just... We are becoming symbiotic with our phones. Like, oh, we lose yeah. our phones, and then here's you your digital everything. ID. My credit cards are on mine. Yeah. You know, like, yep. you know, you got. It could be a mess. All, for my, sure. all, my, my, all my dong photos. It's just, it'd be, oh, it's be devastating, Dave. Oh, my gosh, Mahoney. Well, hopefully, you've got the good angles. You were talking about once upon a time how you really know all of the proper the angles. The MySpace angles. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but in Did this case, it, it, it kind of has to do with what you're no talking toes. about. No toes. You can Mahoney. identify me from my toes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Georgia Department of Driver Services has had to put out a uh, statement reminding people to please wear your clothes when you take the picture <gasps> and send it in because there's a lot of people, I mean, not like full frontal or anything like that, but they don't have their shirts on and they're just like taking. You, you can't know, like have your you, nipples on your driver's license. Yeah, you know, like, like if you asked your like grandfather to send you a selfie, like what it would look like. I think that's what's uh-huh. mostly going on. But yeah, nobody wants to see your nipples, Randy. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So I know that you guys are both big fans of Idris Elba as well, and he has got a new series coming to Apple TV+. Plus. What's that called? So it's called Hijack, and uh, Idris Elba is going to be on it. The new show is a tense thriller that follows the journey of a hijacked plane as it makes its way to London over a seven-hour flight, which, can you make a whole series out of that? I mean... May they had twenty four, remember? It yeah, was, it was, it was, you're like, man, this is a really. Your daughter got kidnapped three times in the same day. Like, you are bad at this. Yeah, you Sutherland. are. Keeper Sutherland, you need to be better. Um, you know, Idris Elba. If you've never seen his series Luther, is mm. kind of where he first became like super, super popular. But everybody forgets that he was in The Wire as well on yep. HBO. That's so kind of how he got to start, right? Uh, it was. Those were both uh, the the Luther came after The Wire, but uh, he kind of. You know, like, you know, obviously one of the biggest stars in the world right now. So I guess this, uh, like the trailer for it's not getting like great reviews. I guess the trailer had like 425,000 views on it. Okay. And 4,000 likes. Oh, that's not too bad. But then they also turned the comments off Uh, on it. So you're like, uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, again, Apple TV Plus has been turning out some really great products recently. Uh, we obviously talked about shrinking a lot on the show. Uh, Silo's one that I'm really enjoying. You started High Desert yet with Patricia Arquette? No. And I, Matt, looks, uh, Matt Dillon, I that believe. kind of has like White Lotus vibes to it. A little you know? bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's actually, I'm like three episodes in and I'm into it. Pretty good. So far, so good. Okay. 
Um, so Kim Kardashian has had just about enough of Kanye's crap. So, I mean, I understand, like, it's real challenging if you're trying to co-parent with somebody. Who's that, crazy. That, that's crazier yeah. that you just don't get along with at all. But Kim Kardashian, uh, it seems like she's pretty fed up because she's talking about Kanye fairly openly now when, like, the cameras are around. Even just, like, how he looks so down on me for, like, my tape and brings it up all over town, all over the media. All of his shenanigans, I don't even know what the f*** to call it. Rhetoric. Is going to be far more damaging to the kids one day than my tape will ever be. Kanye was accusing her of having a uh, affair with Drake and hooking up with him, which just absolutely isn't true. And then I guess Kanye, like, kept bringing up the old sex tape that her and Ray J made and you're like he, well the reason why this but is he a did conversation, an album dedicated to that that's exactly like, like what he's him to yes. her in the first place the reason why this is even a conversation is because Kim has maintained you know this is the father of my ch- children she's not really trying to like paint him in a bad light and all the while you're right Mahoney he's making songs about her he's spreading rumors about her he's posting personal conversations with them on his Instagram and he's just lying like he's saying that he's like, she's keeping the kids from him, too. There's nowhere that in the world the where Drake and Kim Kardashian could be in the same hotel at the same time and nobody would know about right. it. Like, it's just, that's just impossible. I just don't know how you how you solve this riddle, right? Because Kanye doesn't seem yeah. like he's getting more and more even. I mean, Audrey, if you're dealing with an ex like that and you have kids together, what do you do? Um, the unfortunate reality is, is the court system has to step Create in at some point. a time machine, go back in time, don't have kids with that person. But then you what? Then you don't have your beautiful children. Like I mean, like you can't say that. It's like you can't (laughs) love your kids. Even though like not all of them. Kim Kardashian. (laughs) Kim Kardashian has all the resources in the world, and she can't use any of them because she just wants to make sure that it doesn't affect her kids negatively, right? Right. And she also probably wants her kids to have a connection with their father as well. I mean, I feel like that's what everybody would hope for to some degree. Also, just a protection. But he's crazy. He is legitimately. It's like still the a, father of her kids. You yeah, hope the but best. that don't mean that's that means that doesn't mean necessarily good things. The dude is crazy. Yeah. So Patrick Mahomes is uh, starting to do some uh, some media interviews now because of all the practices that are that are getting fired up for the uh-huh. upcoming NFL season. And um, the, a reporter asked him, "Hey, what do you think about your little brother's arrest? Because his little douche brother got arrested uh, for assaulting somebody." And he said, "Quote: It's kind of a personal thing. I'm going to keep that to myself." Good answer. It is a good answer because the other answer is just admitting that your brother's a douchebag. Yeah. This is Dave and Mahoney. Well, all right then, friends. Oh, yeah. All I want to do is drink beer for breakfast. We have made it to another Friday. Barely. We are still employed. Look at us go. Barely. And we are drinking with friends because what better way to go into the weekend than with a alcoholic beverage in our hand while we're working. Yeah, still at work, having a drink. Nothing better than that, especially like you said, Mahoney, surrounded by friends. And I get why this beer drew you in today, like the tractor beam that it is. Very few beers. I don't know if this is officially licensed or not. Doesn't matter to me. Uh, it has the glorious face of one of our personal heroes, Nicholas Cage, right on the side of the case. I mean, the beer that we're featuring today here on Beer for Breakfast is called Hazing Arizona. It's a New England-style hazy IPA. It has 6.4% alcohol by volume and 52 IBUs from the Walter Station Brewery. So I will say that, uh, you know, that 6.2%, that's a, that's a pretty good number. It's not going to knock your socks no. off, but at the same time, you know, you have a couple of these, you're definitely going to be feeling it. So I don't know anything about this beer. And I saw this one, saw Nick Cage from Raising Arizona on the can. And I'm like, I got to get it. Uh, young, young Nick Cage with a mustache. With, you combine Raising Arizona, one of the greatest Coen Brothers movies of all time, craft beer, and Nick Cage on the can. It's a must. Audrey, doesn't doesn't this picture of Nicolas Cage look like every bro that does a podcast for Barstool Sports? Yeah, it does. <laughs> I mean, and not necessarily in a negative way either, because no, the mustache is back, the back, pork yeah. chop sideburns. I don't know if those are necessarily back, but it definitely has a very specific vibe about it. He had, a, he had swag back then. Like, he still got I think swag. He still man. got swag now. Yeah. I mean, it's just a, it's different, a different kind. Yeah, exactly. yeah. That was more like sex appeal swag. Ooh. Now it's more like just. Masterful. Oh, an artist. Masterful art- yeah. artiste, yes. Yeah. Uh, so I do love a good IPA, so I'm glad that you chose this one. But, I mean, outside of the can that drew you in, um, you know, we have five categories that we rank every beer on Beer for Breakfast. Look, smell, taste, feel, and drinkability. Again, the look, 
Hazy IPA. Looks very, very inviting. The can, the artwork, 10 out of 10 for the artwork. Again, the only reason I bought this to begin with was loved how the can looked. So the look of this is great. Let's move on to the next category, which is the smell. And let's take a big old sniff of the Hazing Arizona from the Walter Station Brewery. Lots of citrus for me over here. Walter Station, by the way, started, I believe, 2017. Started brewing for the first time oh, so in 2018. So relatively new. And this beer originally released back in 2020. So they oh. God, so they ran a year. right into the pandemic. <laughs> yep. Jeez. Glad they survived. That's wild. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, citrus definitely yep. is what I'm getting and not a lot else. I mean, there's a little bit of, like, hop in there, but, but for barely. the most part. Yeah. But it's pretty big on the citrus yep. tip, I would say. I mean, just a lot of hops. I mean, reading the side of the can, they said a triple dry hop, citrus forward IPA with an explosion of hops at the backbone of this beer. We added so many hops to this beer, you can almost walk on it. Kind of like we lobbed little grenades of lemon, lime, and grapefruit into this so beer. So are and- they implying that right. Nicolas Cage could be the Jesus of IPAs as he's walking across the water? Yes, as the lemon. He's walking in. across a sea of IPAs. <laughs> I <Yeah>. see. <laughs> so, no Audrey, you're not traditionally an IPA fan. I love IPAs. I actually, after taking a few drinks of this thing, enjoy it quite a bit. Is it too hoppy for you? The first, So one of the things that Mahoney has taught me uh, on this, uh, you know, as you are my... The liaison, my sommelier for beer, as we have been doing the show Your together. Spirits Sherpa, exactly. Yes. My beer Sherpa. Um, I have to always continue to have more than just one one sip. My first sip reaction on every IPA literally sends a chill down my spine for how hop forward a lot of the IPAs are. This did this to me. Um, second sip, third sip, it got better as it as I started to drink it. Yep. Um, now it is exactly as the can reads for me. Massive amounts of citrus, Tons super of citrus. super hoppy on the bite on the back end. Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, it definitely lingers. Yep. And for me, I like that. But for somebody that is not a huge I, I, IPA I would fan, leave it. You would leave it? I would yeah. leave it. But it's exactly, if you are IPA person, the can reads exactly how this tastes. There's no there's no fake of the funk for me. And for hazies, traditionally hazies, I get more orange traditionally, mm-hmm. a little bit more coriander. This one is on the other opposite side of that. Coriander? What the hell is coriander? <laughs> who is, who is coriander? You're, coriander? You're getting way more, like, again, you're getting way more lemon. This is a very lemon and lime. And that grapefruit, the grapefruit is very light, but it is a very citrus forward, mm-hmm. uh, easy drinking, kind of has that tart, but very well balanced, hazy IPA. I am a, I am a fan of what they're doing. I was surprised, I will say, because most hazies, if I'm being honest, taste the same. Yeah. There's a lot, there's very little variance between a lot of them. And this one actually does a good job of setting itself apart in that category. Fair. What Super you, fair. What do you think, Dave? I like it. Um, I, I like the hot bite, though, on the end. Again, yep. if you're not into that, then you're probably not going to dig this beer. Uh, it but, has it has a lot of juice profiles. I actually think the write-up is pretty accurate of these little grenades. Because you kind of... Hot for, bomb. For, yeah, like for me, like I taste different fruits when mm-hmm. I think that I'm tasting those different fruits. But then I'll find it, but none of them are like right in your face. This one's making me burp, though. The, 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 the carbonation on yeah. this one Yeah, is... I'm not sure if it's a bathing suit beer because of that. Like, I feel like, because the, the can is a little tall, not necessarily in a, in a bad way. But, I mean, I feel like I... I For me, being in the bathing suit on the beach or lake or wherever, I feel like I would just be like. This is not a. This is not a bathing suit beer. This is is after a bathing suit. This is a a baseball beer. Like this. This is is a really good baseball beer. This is a good beer to pair with. uh, You know, I would say some barbecue. I love to pair this with some barbecue. Drink this at a little league game. Closer to (laughs) in front of them kids. (laughs) Yell at a ref. I hate her. This is a yelling at the ref beer. Uh, the mouthfeel on this one, very smooth. Uh, it's got that. It's it's pretty close to medium bodied. So I wouldn't call this a light beer by any chance. Nope. But it's not like super heavy, and it doesn't yeah. sit very hard. I will say, the more I drink this beer, the more I like this I'm with beer. You. My yeah. first, my Agreed. first couple of tastes, as Audrey, as you pointed out, I was like, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. But as I'm halfway through this can right now, I'm like, oh yeah, I want another one of these right now. Can I get a drum roll, please? Yes, sir. Oh, Mahoney's Beer Scouts Primsy, I give the Walter Station Hazing Arizona a 4.1 out of 5. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey guys, I know how you feel about gimmicky 
food, but I'm working on a little combo because the Mahoney Burger, Dave Fries, and the Audrey drink, which is a non-alcoholic mixed drink for Audrey, set a loaded fries for Dave. And Mahoney, your burger is a gimmicky burger. It's a crispy cream that's cut in half with an Elvis-style center. We're talking bacon, peanut butter, and a nice hot Angus steak pat. I know it sounds a little bit weird, but I can assure you it is pretty damn good. Message deleted. I love that you pay attention to us enough to know a couple things. One, we love food. Yep. Two, the Elvis burger. And I really like that you've created a mocktail for me. First off, Audrey wants real alcohol. No, I, I, the sober curious generation, I casually drink. So, like, I I really like the, the, Mm. uh, the mocktail. Please leave a message after the tone. How how do you know when you're being completely authentic? When did you last feel that way? Message deleted. Never once, not in my life. Dude, you have been on a mood today, well, yeah, man. Why are you such a grump, no, I mean, man? Like, you wake up on the wrong side of bed. No, just I everything. feel great today, but I've I mean, never been authentic once nah. in my life. We were talking about Purely? doctors, kids being doctors. You were like, until you have to realize that you are going to be miserable forever and not this, dude. Uh, it's just it's just a silly question. You know, like, when are you authentic? I mean, when do you, like, what? You're truly completely uninhibited where you're telling nothing but the exact truth at all moments of your life? Never. So because I, guess what? I lie to myself constantly yeah. so I can be State happy. of dis- delusion. Yes. <laughs> I feel like, okay, we so what do. about this? When was the moment that you stopped faking the funk with your partners? Like you when still you have just- to. Oh, yeah. No, there's still, a, there's still a b- level of... This is not my true form of piece of garbage self. But they know your garbage self. No, they don't. Uh, to certain extents, they don't know the full like the the depths of laziness and like you know, like hum- like the, the just how gross we could devolve into. They don't know that. Okay, but they would have never but, married us. But do you know? Oh yeah, Mahoney. Since moving into his new place a couple of months ago, has done laundry how many times? Well, Dave, I have a lot of clothes. I know. You have a lot of clothes intentionally, so you don't have to do laundry I've been in that, I've been in that house for like eight weeks. And you've done laundry how many times? I do laundry on average once a month. And I've done it once. So I'm... It's, it's, you do. A, it's approaching... You do it laundry once a month. How many baskets does that fill up? It's uh, it's basically two whole loads of a washing machine. So I use one basket. I've got a basket that I put all like my clothes in, and then the washing machine's my secondary basket. So when that fills up, but- then the, the overflow goes. Why is it socially acceptable to wear a Christmas sweater in December, but if you wear one in July, people look at you like you're crazy? Uh, I say let's normalize festive clothing all year round. Message deleted. I mean, I love Christmas, and I would 100. I can get behind this 100. I wear Christmas themed boxers literally every day of my life. Mostly not because I mean I love Christmas, but I also got a really good deal on them. They're like normally like $30 a pop, and I got them for like $7.50 each. It actively bothers me that you're wearing ornaments on your nuts right now. Same. Same. I hate it. There's a snow globe on there. Oh, got a little otter. Stop it. Inside you're not, not going to sell me Santa on this. Presents. You know, but uh, I, I the reason like why nobody wears sweaters Tuesday in the summer because on Friday. Yeah, that's not acceptable. You stop that immediately. I don't it have the money. So I have like 30 pairs of underwear, Dave. Mm-hmm. So I don't have so I could do laundry again once a month. I don't have the kind of money to buy the these underwear at full retail. Then so I just had- do laundry. Mm, novel idea. Follow the Dave and Mahoney show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 